Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. What a contribution Canada has given to the arts um, and to the musical arts. I know I'm going to be beaming from ear to ear when I'm doing it. It's just, I'll, I'll be very, very proud. That's vocalist Heather Bambrick. You'll hear more from her later in the show. Our first guest is TSO Principal Pops conductor Stephen Reinecke. In addition to his work with the TSO, Reinecke is music director of the New York Pops at Carnegie Hall and Principal Pops conductor of the National Symphony Orchestra in Washington. Reinecke returns to the TSO this week to conduct a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald. My co-host, TSO Principal Bass Jeff Beecher, went backstage with Reinecke to talk more about this concert. Take a listen. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Great to be here once again. So we've got a fantastic program this June 6th and 7th, a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald. Set up this program for us. Uh, Well, first, I want to tell you this is one of my favorite programs uh, I've ever put together because, well, Ella Fitzgerald is my favorite female jazz singer of all time, as she is for many people. And this year, we celebrate the centennial of Ella's birth. Uh, She was born in April of uh, 1917. So it's uh, it's just so much fun to celebrate uh, this iconic performer, and the incredible influence that she's had on so many performers that have come after her. Uh, not only will we celebrate Ella Fitzgerald, but also some of her uh, compatriots who came out of the same time frame. We'll be uh, playing some music and celebrating the life of Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughan, Dinah Washington, uh, Lena Horne, just to name a few. So it's all those great African-American ladies of song that came out of the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Really special music. So many vocalists and instrumentalists, classical jazz and otherwise, model their playing on Ella Fitzgerald singing. What is it about her that makes it so special? That's really interesting you say it like that because that's kind of a complete turnaround. Uh, Ella, when she was much younger, why she became such a great scat singer and improviser was she was modeling her voice after the musicians. She wanted to sound like the horns. And now it's true. People do turn it around to try to sound like Ella in certain ways. She had something very special about her, and it was completely innate. It was just something she was born with, um, such an uh, incredible talent, a gorgeous-sounding voice, and the type of voice that is so unique when you hear One note, two notes, you know immediately it's Ella Fitzgerald and nobody else. Um, She just had a certain style about her, and the way she could improvise was unlike anybody was doing at the time. People were not scat singing like that. People started to do that after her. She was the first to do it. And one reason why also, not only did she want to sound like the horns, but the God's honest truth is she had a really hard time remembering lyrics. She knew and recorded so many songs uh, that there were a lot of times in live performances, why I love the live uh, recording so much, she would forget the words. And instead of just stop, she'd just go on. And she would just take an improvised solo and make something out of it. One of my favorite ones is... Um, Live from Berlin. Uh, you want uh, anybody who knows that? If not, check it out. La- Ella live in Berlin. Her recording of Mac the Knife uh, is hysterical and brilliant all at the same time. And she makes a total wreck of it. That's quoting her words. And it turns out it won her a Grammy Award the next year for best female jazz vocal performance. Incredible. You always come with some of the greatest singers. Kapathia Jenkins. I remember the Bond show we did. She just crushed that. Um, Montego Glover and Cy Smith, I think we've seen with Chris Bode. Yep. So 
how do you get these great singers to come along with you? Oh, uh, well, thankfully, I get the chance to work with, uh, with these wonderful ladies and talents like it all the time. Part of it is living in New York City. Both Montego and Carpathia come from New York, where they're huge Broadway stars. Uh, Montego's a Tony Award nominee for her role in the musical Memphis, where she originated uh, the, the starring role in that. Uh, Carpathia I've known for a number of years now. Cy Smith, yes, I've met by doing the uh, working with the Chris Bodie, famous jazz trumpet player, working with his band. And I wanted to get uh, Cy out of Chris's band for a little bit, much to Chris's uh, chagrin. Every time I book this show, he says, now i got to find another singer for my gigs. Uh, but it's great because all three of these ladies are, are very different, bring their own unique style to these songs and to this music because nobody's trying to be Ella or Billy. Nobody can ever do that. So we're just doing our own take on it. Uh, but these three women are incredible performers, captivate the audience. Uh, they know how to hold the stage. And my God, can they sing. It's really top notch. Stephen, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks. Looking forward to the show. That was TSO Principal Pops conductor Stephen Reinecke. He leads the TSO in a tribute to Ella Fitzgerald this Tuesday and Wednesday. Tickets are available at TSO.ca. You're listening to the TSO Podcast. Stay with us. Our next guest is vocalist Heather Bambrick. Bambrick has worked as a voice actor, broadcaster, and educator. In 2004, she received the National Jazz Award for Vocalist of the Year, and her latest solo recording was nominated for Vocal Jazz Album of the Year at the 2017 Juno Awards. Bambrick makes her TSO debut this week at a program entitled Canada, C-A-N-A-D-A. Heather Bambrick joins us now to talk more about the program. Heather, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Great to see you. You too. Now, you're part of a very Canadian concert with the TSO this week. Can you set up the program for us? Well, it's basically a program that celebrates uh, Canadian compositions of, of all styles, genres. But of course, you know, it's all going to be arranged and orchestrated for the TSO. Um, so you're going to get a little bit of pop music. You're going to get some classics. You're going to get some pop culture music, and you'll get a little bit of jazz. And, uh, you know, film and television as well. It's sort of a, a cross-genre reference of, of a lot of the works that have come out of the country, either written, you know, composed by or arranged by, because we, there are a couple of things by uh, Captain uh, Robert Farnham in there. So I think he's taken something, for example, from uh, Porgy and Bess, which I don't believe Gershwin was born in the Winnipeg area <laughs> or anything. <laughs> but um, So, yeah, but, but there's definitely a Canadian flavor within all of the material. So, Heather, the tunes that feature you on this program, are they in your wheelhouse? Are these familiar old chestnuts for you? Or <laughs> uh-huh. you got some new ones that you're uh, learning for this uh, well, show? Well, a couple of them definitely familiar. Uh, Mo Kaufman, Swing and Shepherd Blues, something I, I grew up with. Speaking of growing up with things... Um, the the uh, McGarrigal sisters, Kate and Anna McGarrigal, uh, recorded a tune. Um, I believe it was Wade Hemsworth that wrote it, called "The Log Drivers Waltz." Do you remember oh, that from the National Film Board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing that. Log Drivers Waltz pleases girls completely. Exactly. So I I grew up listening to that. So that's definitely there. Um, we're also going to be doing um, Leonard Cohen. I don't even know if I need to say which tune it is because it's the one that everybody assumes. Um, <laughs> we're doing uh, Joni Mitchell, a little Joni Mitchell in there. Oh, which Joni Mitchell? She's my fave. Big Yellow Taxi. Oh. Yeah. So, And then you can't do a Canadiana show without doing a little Anne Murray. So we have an Anne Murray medley. Wonderful. Yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, it sounds like such a fun program. It really is. And I, I think, you know, this is 
this is a program that's really going to please everybody. You know, there's there's going to be some sort of a, a, a gem in there that, you know, you saw everyone, whether you're a regular patron of the symphony, whether you're going just for the show, you know, whatever your reason for being there, I think there's going to be something you can latch on to. Now, usually you perform with a smaller backup band, but you're going to be playing with a whole symphony orchestra with a TSO. What's different about that for you? My nerves are going to be a lot, a lot heavier. Um, the wall of sound is tremendous. You know, I've, I've actually performed with the Newfoundland Symphony Orchestra before, with the Windsor Symphony Orchestra, never with the TSO. This is my debut with the Toronto Symphony, so I'm, I'm you know, there's that. I mean, that's, that's a huge honor. Um, just the caliber of musicianship, the, the beauty, it really is a soundscape going on behind you. So I think as a performer, you get boosted by that. You know, there is an energy that, that you really feel, not only just amongst the, you know, the, the, the players and that, that, but also the sound, the sonic energy that you get. So it's, it's definitely a different, you know, it's a different vibe for me, but I love doing it. And, and you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of this. We're thrilled to have you, Heather. So this this year is such an important year for Canada, celebrating its 150th. What's that like for you as an artist to step in front and really get such an opportunity to, to shout that out to everyone how great Canada is? Well, I mean, it's a huge honor, you know, clearly. Um, the other thing is because I'm, I'm from Newfoundland, mm-hmm. you know, and we were the last ones to join. So it's almost like they got, okay, let's get, let's get her. She's from there, and now we're all <laughs> together. So, you know, it, it really is. I mean, it, I can't even express how, how honored I am to be a part of it. And it, it's almost humbling, you know. Know, when you when you look at the wealth of talent that is really displayed in the compositions and the arrangements of this program, and you just think, what a contribution Canada has given to the arts um, and to the musical arts, and and to be able to put that out there in celebration of, of we're doing it all all this year. You know, we're celebrating so many things, but to celebrate our contribution to to you know to this style of music and to all styles of music. Uh, it, it's a huge thing, and and I I'm I know I'm going to be beaming from ear to ear when I'm doing it. It's just I'll, I'll be very very proud to be a part of it. We're looking forward to sharing that pride with you. Thank you, Heather. Thank you so much. That was vocalist Heather Bambrick. See her center stage with the TSO for an all Canadian concert this week. Tickets are available at TSO.ca. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO podcast. This June, escape into music with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Feel the power and passion of Carmina Burana, the soul-shaking choral spectacular you must experience live, plus the radiant virtuosa Nicola Benedetti in a soaring performance of Shimonovsky's Second Violin Concerto. Don't miss Carmina Burana, June 21st to 24th at Roy Thompson Hall. Final tickets are on sale now. Book yours today at tso.ca.